everyone. Welcome to the Basement Shoddies podcast. My name is Maggie. My name's Ashley. I'm Madison. And this is our podcast. Um, we actually recorded our first podcast probably about two, two weeks, weeks ago. Two or three. Three two, weeks ago. Two or three weeks ago. And we thought we were ready. We had our mic. But unfortunately, the mic was not connected. <laughs> <laughs> So, we decided to disregard that podcast and just uh, take it as a little practice run, and this will be the first official podcast of our, of The Basement Shot. Exciting. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, welcome. We're glad mm-hmm. you're here. Yes. Um, yeah. Is Let's that all we want to say about that? Right you mean, yeah. It. We yeah, introduced you ourselves. Introduce yourself, Maggie. Yeah. Say my name's Maggie. Fact. I'm 21 years old. And I'm doing well. That's good. <laughs> How yeah. are you ladies doing? Good. I'm good. Ashley. I'm also 21 years old. Doing well. Talk about, oh, we'll talk about the stuff of the week. We'll go to Yeah, we're going to give a fun little thing that happened to us this week, so. Mm-hmm. My name is Madison. I'm 20 years old. I'm younger than everybody else. Baby. And I, um... Don't have any pets. Oh, <laughs> that's twist. Fun fact about myself: no pets. You know, I've pet. never really had a pet before. <laughs> that's oh. depressing. Except I had a hermit crab for a little while. What happened to I it? I killed it. Oh, oh. <laughs> intentionally? <laughs> yeah, just a little. Oh, <laughs> strangles hermit crab. She she was, said he was keeping me up suicide. too late in the night. <laughs> the crow. They're like when they like move and they're. Sh- Thing and you can hear it, it's creepy. Yes. My sister had one. I didn't one. know they were nocturnal. <laughs> and he was around in his cage and waking me up in the middle of the night. So I sent him back to Jesus. <laughs> How did you intentionally I kill it? feed him for a long time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I'm getting canceled the first 10 minutes. PETA comes and gets I me. love animals, but the crabs... <laughs> Not, not, not okay, anyway, Maggie, you tell us yeah. what happened to you this week. Okay, so I'm just going to share something that happened to me this week. It is neither a high or a low. It is just what happened to me. <laughs> just about so high. I think it's a major low. It's a major low, but it's a little bit of a high, and okay. I'll explain it. Oh. Okay, so but this was, today is Saturday, today is Saturday October 22nd. Um, this happened to me this past Sunday night, going into Monday. So I was absolutely chilling, having a great time, and I was preparing to go to my clinical at 6 a.m. the following morning. So I was getting into bed about 11 o'clock, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I started, <laughs> all of a sudden I started feeling some pain. And this pain was in my right lower quadrant. <laughs> and it was unlike any pain I had ever experienced before. But at first, I kind of dismissed it because I was like, okay, I did eat chili for dinner. <laughs> so this might be fart pain. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Or I might be starting my period. So, you know, I just kind of let it happen. I just kind of laid there in my bed and was like, it is what it is. But then... It, it progressively got worse, and it was increasingly worse when I stood up. Like, if I ever stood up to go to the bathroom or whatever, like, it would feel literally horrible. And so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try to go to sleep, and then, like, definitely by the morning it'll be better because, like, what pain lasts throughout the night? Well, I was wrong. Emotional pain. Mm -hmm. Emotional pain. And so... (laughs) I did close my eyes and go to sleep, but I would be awoken throughout the night with this stabbing pain. And I'm not exaggerating. Like, it was genuinely stabbing. Like, somebody was taking a knife into my lethal ovary. And so, (laughs) I was awoken many times throughout the night, just kept going to sleep. And then, Monday morning, my alarm goes off at 5 a.m. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I don't really feel the pain, so I'm going to get up. I get up, my feet hit the ground, and I immediately, like, feel like I'm dying. Like, the pain is worse than it's ever been, and 
I go to the bathroom and look in the mirror and my face is completely white and I just feel like dizzy, weak, and faint at the same time. Lay my little body on the bathroom floor and I'm like, okay, this is bad. And so I emailed my clinical instructor. I was like, hey girl, won't be making it today. <laughs> and then I just like laid in my bed in a fetal position because like that was the only thing that relieved the pain. And... I texted my mom. I was like, when you wake up, please come in my room. (laughs) So she came in there and I was like, I really thought it was appendicitis because it was like in my like right side, but the pain did like radiate to my booty hole as well. (laughs) And so it was weird. Like I cannot explain it. So then I went to the urgent care close to my house and she like did some tests because she also thought it was appendicitis and so she just like pressed on my stomach and everything was like does this hurt and I was like yes and then she was like okay well you need to go to the ER because like she doesn't have the like CT scanners or whatnot at that place to do it so I go to the ER I pull up in there and they're like what's your pain and I was like it's an eight out of ten and I'm serious about that. Like, I truly do think it was it's a high pain scale. Yeah. Like, I, and because I, I was sitting there, I was like, I can't think of a pain worse in my life. Mm-hmm. So, like, this has got to be yeah. a pretty high number. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, it literally takes forever. Like, I sat and waited in the waiting room for probably close to two hours. And then once they finally got me back, they, like, ruled out appendicitis pretty quickly because the pain had kind of gone away and so I got a CT scan they saw that it wasn't appendicitis and then I got an ultrasound and as I'm getting the ultrasound the lady doing it goes oh <laughs> oh <laughs> she can't tell you anything no she's she went oh and I was like okay <laughs> and so oh, then you're pregnant <laughs> yeah yeah oh I know what the pain is imagine oh, no. that would have sucked <laughs> and so then I go back and my doc, the doctor comes in and he's like, you have an ovarian cyst that is absolutely massive. And it didn't rupture, but what had happened is he explained that sometimes the cyst like wraps around the ovary and like squeezes it in a way. And that's what the pain was. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely horrible. So that's what the pain was, and at this point, I'm chilling, I'm fine, I'm not in pain, but... I'm going to my OB on Tuesday, and she's going to see if it has grown, if my little cyst is increasing in size. And if it is, I will be getting that thing cut out of me. Nice. Which, that's what I'm saying, was kind of a high because it's like, I would rather get it cut out of me Mm -hmm. than have it ruptured. Oh, yeah. Because he was like, if it ruptures, it's going to be even worse pain than you felt. you're going to be, like, bleeding. And you're going to bleed your pants until... You're, like, in hypovolemic shock. (laughs) And so, at least I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that, so it was a high. It's comforting. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. But anyway, that was crazy. We, me and Ashley were the, so, first of all, all three of us are in nursing school. Mm -hmm. BT dubs. Mm -hmm. And uh, me and Ashley were doing clinicals in the ER. And so Mm -hmm. Maggie texts us when we're on our way and she's like, I'm headed to the ER. I'm too. headed to the ER to be a patient. Yeah. So we went and checked on Maggie while we were doing our yeah. clinicals. Just pop in and be like, "What's just, up?" Yeah, just pop in, say hi, Need make anything. sure she's not dying, dying. But <laughs> but she's not. She's she good was not. now, and she's she well. basically left the same time we did. Yeah, yeah, she did. But it was shocking because we were doing our clinicals like starting IVs yeah. on people, and then. Maggie's, Maggie's just, just chilling there, like, literally with a full Maggie's IV getting, in her arm. Maggie's getting, saw Maggie wheeled around the hospital, no, and I was, like, gonna say. shocked. There are two moments that I want to bring up. First of all, so, essentially, the scene is, like, I'm, like, a patient, but, like, Ashley and Madison are just, like, you know, doing their nursing student thing, like, throughout the ER, so they keep, like, seeing me, and so, at one point, I was, I think I was being wheeled back, yeah. and, like, 
I could walk. Like, I was fine to walk, but <laughs> yeah. they don't let you, like, walk to where really? you, like, no, like, they were Is like, you're risk? being wheeled. Uh, I guess. I guess I was a forward. I don't know. And so, my nurse, <laughs> my nurse was, like, wheeling me to all these, like, tests that they were doing. So, I think I was coming back from my ultrasound, and I see Ashley, like, come out of her patient's room, and the face that you made when you saw me being wheeled, like, you looked so concerned. I was like, <gasps> like I gasped Thought a little that bit. I was being wheeled to emergency. What was happening? But it was. And it was then the other scary. time was I was being discharged, and you were like saying bye to me, and you can like tell that you wanted to hug me. But a fun fact is, me, Ashley, and Madison have hugged each other like maybe times. twice. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not that often. Maybe twice. We don't hug often. They don't hug. I made the realization a couple of weeks ago that I think I've seen Maggie's bare boobs more than <laughs> I've hugged her body in our entire. No, true. That is true because that's the same. Like, so I could tell. Ashley I just gave her a little pat on the hug shoulder. Me. So, it was literally so awkward, though. Like, it felt like you were on a first date, and you didn't know if you should hug the person or just let them go. Like, you were just standing there with your hands. I was like, okay, please. Anyway. Just nerve times. That's a good story. That's my story of the week. So in-depth story. Say a prayer for me. Say a prayer that I don't have to get a literal pap smear on Tuesday. And that I don't have to have surgery immediately, because I'm not ready for that at this point in my life. My story is not that in depth. Yeah, please but thank you for your sharing, experience. Maggie. Yours is more of a happy story. Yeah, mine's more joyful. So, um, a high this week. Park, first of all, Parker got to come home like this past weekend for his fall break. Who is Parker? He is my fiance. Hey. That sounds weird to say. But, oh yeah. And he goes to school like three hours away from us. So, we don't see each other often. But he came home for his fall break and. He had a plan with his friends to go see a little Post Malone concert, (laughs) which he had been excited for for a long time, and we were chilling Sunday, as you do, (laughs) and he got a call, and one of his friends unfortunately got sick. Fortunately for you. Fortunately for me, but I feel really bad. Shout out Jace for giving me his ticket, Um, and I I texted these two, and I was like, Am I, should I go or should I stay home and study? Ashley was having a midlife Yeah. Crisis. I mean, but it was like it a does, valid thing yeah. because like we cannot do fun things. Unless it's really scheduled. Yeah, unless we schedule yeah. it because it's like you just have to study and crap all the time. Yeah. yeah. So you just going on this like. It was, I would get home at, I got home at like 1.30 in the morning. And, and had I had clinical, and the, had next clinical the next day. Yeah. And we have to be at clinical. Well. Our previous clinicals, we had to be there at 6.30. Yeah. But this one, fortunately. we had to be there at 8.30. And just at the school, too. Yeah. So we actually had a little bit more time to see. Yeah. A little bit more leeway. But regardless, it was a... It was an awesome time. Yeah. I love Austin Postman. Like, that man is just wholesome. His name is Austin? His first name is Austin. (laughs) You know how we became Post Malone? No. He just put... His name is Austin Post. Mm -hmm. And his middle name is Post? No, his last name is Post. Oh. And he just put, like, his name into a random rapper generator on the internet, mm-hmm. and it just came up with that. that. Also, what? Yeah. Just came up with Yeah. What a guy. I know. He was like, it felt like you were supporting your best friend. Like, he's such a normal like, guy. Like, you felt like, it didn't feel like he was famous. It felt like everyone in the room just genuinely wanted to support this yeah. human being and his singing. And it was wholesome. I love celebrities that you just feel like they, like, beat the system and just had, like, a lot of, like, yeah. luck. Like, yeah, you're just, like, that's a normal person that just, like, somehow we can do Because he Ed just, Sheeran. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, how's Ed Sheeran famous? Because he can sing. And no, right. look at him. Yeah, okay. Well, look at Post Malone. He got yeah, famous. He's like, oh, my God. He's young gravy. <laughs> okay. How did he become famous? Is he still with Sherry? No, they broke up. Well, are you shocked, really? That they broke I'm a little bit shocked. But, I'm not shocked, but... Those? <laughs> <laughs> he got, he got, Post Malone got famous from singing on, like, Twitch or Minecraft or something. Like, just You're singing kidding. in his closet. Post Malone used to sing folk covers. Like, and he can sing country music sing really well. Oh, he it's so good. play the guitar so good. Oh, he has multiple talents. I wanted to ask you, 
So did he sing like what's the new album? Mm, the Ten Carat or so I don't I'm not he, also I'm not the biggest posty fan. I was like high school and junior high. But his new album really didn't do it for me, so I was yeah, kind of, eh. that's what I'm saying. Which yeah. he played, because he hadn't been on tour in three years. So Similar vibes playing, to the Lumineers. He was playing, like, yeah, the popular songs from right. Pat. He even played Wyatt Iverson, which came out when we were, like, in sixth grade. So it wasn't or all the yeah. new or something. Did he I play the song that's, like, what's the song? The Lemonade. No, he no, didn't. I, Thankfully, I he did it. not. What's the part of that song that's so funny? Show me something better. Like, better. Love Post, but... Yeah, that, yeah, that song "Lemon Tree" on Post new album is bad. Really went hard though. It was a phenomenal show. That's awesome. Yeah, Madison the videos looked beautiful. They were. Oh, I'm so glad that you. <laughs> Sorry, went. wait, don't go yet. Remember when he fell? <laughs> no. Oh, he yeah. He just broke his arm recently. He like, but he didn't have a cast on, so I don't know Did what. Did he actually break his arm? I don't know, but he hit hard. <laughs> if you like, haven't seen that video. Please go watch it's it. It's kind of concerning. You think he's going to, I don't know, it really gave me, like, two of vibes. Like, you're like, whoa. Yeah. Ooh. I bet he was so shocked. Like, I bet he thought he got, like, shot or something. You know? Okay, but the thing is, like, in those concerts, that first of all, there were fireworks, which I've never been mm-hmm. to a concert where there were fireworks in an arena. <laughs> like, it's closed. And it scared the shit out of me. Like, I just straight up was like... <gasps> Like, grabbed Parker, and he's like, you gotta calm down. Like, the video that you showed us, though, when the fireworks go off, like, everybody screams in fear. (laughs) Because it's at, like, a weird spot in the song. Like, it's in the middle of the song, and it sounds like a gunshot. No, it did, kind of. the woman behind you is like, ah! (laughs) Like, scream for life. It's really funny. It was good. Okay. Okay, my exciting thing of the week is that I approximately several hours ago <laughs> found my wedding dress yay i got engaged um two weeks ago i think two weeks Whoa. ago yeah. that's literally crazy it feels like it was a long time ago it's been a long time coming yeah honestly for sure um but that was so awesome it's beautiful <laughs> she is beautiful she's a stunning woman she we all went and i was very shocked because we're from Alabama, and we still live in Alabama, and honestly, in the South, there's kind of a vibe to most weddings, Yeah. and I'm not, like, saying anything bad about them, but it's just not really my style, like, farmhouse vibe, yeah. it's, like, not really my style, and so I was kind of nervous that I wouldn't be able to find Something that I liked because mostly in our town it's like boutiques, like wedding dress boutiques and stuff like that. And I just didn't think they would have anything that was like what I wanted. Mm -hmm. But I found pretty much exactly what I wanted (laughs) and I love it. So I'm very excited. And they have like several options of what you want. Oh, they have a lot of options. So that was awesome. I was really surprised Mm because it was like a kind of small selection but it was beautiful me too i was very surprised yeah they didn't have that many dresses but um the one that i picked was pretty much like yeah what i pinned on my pinterest board yeah it was very excited about that and excited to be checking things off my list because i pretty much have all the main things done now which is nice tell the fans when you get married Mm mm-hmm um, I'm getting married on May 13th. Yes. They come. <laughs> Pull up to the wedding. It's going to be very small. <laughs> Pull up. Um, yeah. It'll be good. It'll, It'll be, be a much. fun time. Exciting. exciting. Me and Maggie will show up in matching pink bedazzled suits oh, that was in the store. Yes. We actually talking about how we need to look good. Yeah, a fit that slays. Yes. Oh, I want, well, yeah. We'll talk later. Well, yeah, we'll you work guys? on it. Should pull up in pantsuits. That would be yeah, awesome. Yeah, we should just like did something crazy. We should do something fun, cause she's only getting married once. So yeah, what the you heck? only get married once. Hopefully. Why? Oh no, I've been getting married one time. Yomo. One and done. Yomo. One and done. You only Same. you only marry once. once. True. Yeah. Actually, okay. when's your wedding? June tenth. Whoa. Same. Like, not big on the, which, like, I think it's all, I think it's beautiful, but it's just not the same vibes. Like, mine's definitely going to be 
backyard vibes, a little rug. You know, <laughs> you know what little, I mean. We love a backyard rug <laughs> wedding. Yeah, that's that's what it <laughs> is. Nothing like it. Um, it's kind of just what it. It's what it'll be. I'm not too worried about it. Just as long as it's, it's simple and intimate. Yeah, yes. that's what I want. In regards to the rugs, Ashley wants an aisle made up of various rugs. Yeah, yeah. and a dance floor. Yes. So we got to get on that. Yeah, yeah we, we are working. I did find rugs. one. Forty-five dollars for like good. a two hundred. That's rug. a steal. That is. If good. I can find more of those, we'll be in business. But we'll see. Do you think they make a bridal squish mallow? Hello. Like the squish is ma- getting married. <laughs> like a squish <laughs> in a wedding dress. That's yes. how I think. I really doubt it. I'm googling. It. We'll just make you one Keep for talking, your little guys. batch trip. Makes a squish yeah. mallow. We'll just put like a. Cool skirt around it. <laughs> I just think that would be fun. Okay, so whoa, whoa, whoa! Before we get into the meat <laughs> of this, we have one more thing to discuss. What? And that is a shout out to Miss Tay Tay Swift. Oh, oh yes. And We've been talking about that album all her day. Her new album dropped. Yes, yes, yes. At midnight. And I want everybody to say their favorite song uh, so far. Okay. I want to look up the exact name because okay, I don't want to be stupid. Well, first I want to say that I have loved the album from the very first time that I <laughs> listened to it. And I'm the only one in this room who can say that. So, yep. shout out, Tay-Tay. I'm a true fan. Yeah. Um, Just kidding, guys. But I would just like to say that I am just trying to be honest with myself no, and okay. others around me. But I think the general consensus is that most people haven't loved it so much the first time they listened, but like it a lot more the second That's time. That's what happened to me. And yeah. I feel like everybody has a preference of their favorite Taylor era. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this one mm-hmm. really gives me reputation vibes. And that was Maggie's favorite mm-hmm. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that was my least favorite album. And we talked about how, like, if you went into listening to this thinking it was going to be, like, Folklore Evermore vibes, mm-hmm. you were going to be... I was anticipating Evermore. Me because too. Because that's my favorite. And that's why you were a little yeah, bit disappointed. Yeah, and I like those vibes too, so. Yeah. What's your favorite song, Maggie? So, initially, my favorite song was Snow on the Beach. Even Snow though on the beach. you cannot hear, gets copyrighted. Yeah. <laughs> even though you cannot hear Lana Del Rey at all. Like, where is she? Can I say something about yes. that? What is going on with that? Because Taylor Swift... My queen, but why does she keep featuring people Maybe in her songs? Hidden. And we just have to dig a little it's harder. An it's an Easter egg. But it's so they're, confusing. They're not actually featured on it. No, but like, they, where like is they Lana Del Rey in that song? Be. I genuinely did she have did one she, line? Did she no. help write the song? And she's just giving her credit. No, they a credit? would just give her credit in the notes. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Respectfully, that. I cannot hear her. I can't hear her either, and like that's how it's been yeah. with like the last twenty of her with features. With Chris Stapleton, Chris Stapleton, I can't hear that. Marin Morris, but and that the one. one with Bon Iver. Yeah, that I one pops off. Why does Bon Iver get two songs with a whole part? Don't know. I feel like you can hear Phoebe in that one song. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what I am sad about is like when she announces like making a song with Lana Del Rey, I'm like, it's gonna awesome. be awesome. Yeah, and then I listen to the song waiting for Lana. And I never hear Where is Lana? Maybe Lana's on the drums. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. On the drums. Lana is on, like, that synth thing where it's yeah. like, yeah. Lana on the triangle. <laughs> okay, but initially that was my favorite one, and it still is probably either one or two. But now I'm in my Midnight Rain era. Oh, that's a good one. As that of, like, a good two one. hours ago. Like, that <laughs> resonates with you. Just goes crazy mm-hmm. because... Like, I like the techno vibes mm-hmm. at, the through, at the beginning and throughout, but I also love the lyrics and, like, point of that song. Kind of resonate with that a little right. bit too much. It's a good... <laughs> it doesn't know that. It just came out again. Like, he wanted a bride, but I was making my name. Like, <laughs> like, please. Anyway, so, yeah, those are my two faves right now. Madison, what's your favorite one? Okay, so, my, the reason why I was disappointed when I listened to it first is because my favorite Taylor songs are the slow ones. Mm -hmm. And so, I just want a little acoustic, (laughs) nothing crazy, and there was a little bit too much production in this album for me 
personally. But that's okay. I still think it's good. But I just kept waiting for there to be a slow song, and they never came. But then she released the 3 a.m. versions of the song, and, like, the bonus songs. And there's a lot of slow ones Mm -hmm. in that. And so my top two are Bigger Than the Whole Sky, which is a very depressing song, but I love it. It's really good. And then um, my second favorite is Dear Reader. And I don't know what the heck she's talking about in that song, but I think it's awesome. <laughs> really likes it. So those are my two favorite right now. Ash? Okay. Mine, right now, it's You're On Your Own, Kid. I don't know why. I really, I don't vibe, like, I don't resonate with every single lyric. Like, I don't want to say that, but there are just, like, some certain things that I'm like, okay. Like, yeah. that hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I love Sweet Nothing. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Those two, I don't know. They're also they also give like folklore evermore vibes a little yeah, bit too. That's true. It's a good mix. Yeah. And her lyrics are just powerful. Just a powerful they mind are. that woman has. Yes. Me and Ashley are talking about how like it is actually insane because every time I listen to a new Taylor Swift album, I'm like, she has so much music. Like yeah. I feel like she has more music than like any artist I can yeah. think of. Like so many albums with so many songs and like how does she just keep writing these songs? Mm-hmm. The lyrics just keep getting more and more dead, like deeper yes. and more powerful. Like and, and like she keeps like changing the vibe. Yes. Like there's no two albums besides Folklore and Evermore that sound like yeah. the same. same yeah. mm-hmm. And she yesterday when I was looking at the complete Taylor list, How? Oh, you know, yeah. because you had to f- click on that to find the three AM mm-hmm. versions. The whole collection of all of her songs, the playlist, is 21 hours wow. long. It would take you almost a whole day to listen to every one of her songs. That's crazy. That's crazy. People think her, I don't know if it's her next album or whatever, but The House or whatever. I'm not a big Taylor Swift. Like, I enjoy the music, but I'm not, like, super in-depth on it. Like, I just know some things. Mm. But, like, The House or whatever, some people are like, she's going to burn The House. The House? What is that Like, mean? you know, like, The House oh, of the all house the albums. Records? Have you seen the picture with the house with all the albums and it's like there's... You don't know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. No idea. Yes, you do. I have no idea what you're talking about. Hold on, wait. And, but they're like, she has to burn the house now because she's over that time in her life, like all those records that she made before. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Someone hold the mic real quick before I... Very interesting. But I was saying to Ashley, like, what is so good about her is this woman should literally write a novel because... She mm-hmm. is like so, like her lyrics are just she's Beautiful. very poetic. Yeah, she she's is so a- poetic. Like none of her songs are like, "I love you and you hate me." Like yeah. it's just like yeah. she says maybe in the most- maybe country Taylor. Yeah, maybe, but yeah. now, yeah, like yeah, because she tells a story, but she never says anything literally. This house, all of it is a metaphor. Oh, is that from the Lover music video? But all of the rooms are her oh. albums. I never noticed that. <gasps> and now no. she has to burn the house. Why would she? I don't. Do that? I don't know why she would burn the house. Not burn the house. That's what people said. She said. Was burning it. People on TikTok. Uh. You said maybe people on TikTok. Okay. Here's the thing. Like, with a lot of other artists, like Harry, for example. Harry is not an Easter egg guy. He doesn't. Mm. Plant, <laughs> no. He doesn't plant And I think Taylor Swift as a whole, has created an environment of madness. (laughs) Because she purposefully puts clues in everything, and people will read way too much into it, Mm -hmm. and a lot of times be completely wrong, but sometimes be very right, and she has been planting Easter eggs for, like, five years for a specific album. And she said in an interview one time that she has planted Easter eggs up to three years in advance. Like, we don't know. So people now are, like, going back and watching, like, three years ago stuff to, like, figure out if she's going to have a tour now, which I think is excessive, but also she's actually doing it. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense. But then people are doing that for other artists that absolutely are not (laughs) doing that. Like, people will be like, Harry Styles' last shirt was purple, and his first shirt of the last tour was also purple so that means the next time he wears a purple shirt he's, he's going on like, a tour he's going on a tour it's like that girl, man's been on a tour for like, two years okay, we know like, he's on tour just, 
it's yeah, it like, doesn't mean anything. That's no. too deep. Yeah, that's true. Or like She's with the created Louis a stuff. Whole, she has created a monster. She has, <laughs> but she loves it. She does. We love she her. Is yeah, we love a big K-K. brain. She's okay. very smart. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I can barely have the capacity to plan my next year out of life. Like I can barely plan the rest of my day today. Yeah, so <laughs> studying. I don't know what I'm doing after this. <laughs> okay. Taking a nap or something. Sorry. Okay, guys. Now to get into the heart of this podcast, <laughs> we're going to be talking a little bit about each of our own college experiences, um, from what we've learned over the couple years. Is that no two people, no, you're good, no two people have the same college experience regardless of what you do. Or even if you don't go to college, like, that's fine. Just late teens, early 20s, different, like, what's going on during these times. So, we're all just going to go around and talk about our college experiences and tell you what happened. Because we, we're seniors in college at this point. We graduate in May. Hopefully. Lord willing. So, we have... I feel like we have a wide range of experiences. We do. And, a, like, yeah. similarities also, too. Yes. And perspectives that we can speak on. Yeah. So, I'll start. Um, so, my college experience, I never, like, went and lived in a dorm. I never did that route. I stayed at home and commuted to the college that we all go to now. Um, it is a four-year college, so I'm just... Chilling at home. Sorry. I don't know what to say. So I didn't get that. Like, I didn't get the experience of, like, independently, like, living on my own with a random person. Well, that you kind of t- did for a couple well, of months. I did. But we're not going to talk about that. Well, I did. I, I moved in um, to a house, but it was also during COVID. So it was kind of crazy because I was still also, like, working 20, 30 hours a week during like, my freshman, sophomore year of college, and a lot during COVID because um, they just needed people to work. And I was like, I will pick up some shifts and make that money because I don't have to drive to classes anymore. So, but I did get to see, like, spend a lot of time with my sisters, which was good because, like, I feel like when we, COVID. Mm-hmm, when we were younger, I don't know, we didn't really get that, like, bonding time that you kind of get to now like we got past the stage of like hating each other for stealing a shirt or whatever (laughs) so it was like good vibes during COVID like we all just watched movies and talked so that was a good that was a good part of my college experience I also had um me and Parker were high school sweethearts so uh, that's a little cringy to (laughs) say no it's not I don't know it's true it is true though but he went away, and I was just stuck at Golden, Alabama, grinding away, stressing out every day. So that's what happened. And I got, like, really stressed um, during that time because I thought I had to do really well in college, which yeah, everyone, yes, you should try your best and do your best. But I, like, really, like, freaked out over a lot of stuff and worried about a lot of stuff. Um so I couldn't really enjoy maybe freshman and sophomore year as much as I, like, wanted to. Like, I just really focus on school. Whereas now I feel like I've been able to find more of a good balance between, like, worrying about what matters and what doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which, with Parker being long distance, I feel like it was good because we were both able to kind of grow individually as a person. Because, yeah, you're in high school and you become... Like, you're just a different person after high school. That's all I have to say. Like, you just yeah. grow up and you learn who you kind of actually are. Yeah. yeah. In a sense. Like, you learn what you actually like and then learn. Mm-hmm. You can talk a little bit louder. Actually, or as a person. Oh, crap. You're good. Um, I feel like, I yeah. guess especially in my experience, like, after high school, you become your own person. Mm-hmm. Like, you're at a point where you're, like living your own personal life because like in high school like literally everybody goes through the same thing Mm -hmm. you know like everybody in your high school is essentially living the same life but in college it's like you finally figure out oh it's so cliche like who you are as a person yeah yeah Yeah. but it's like true True. it's like you know like you have to take accountability for yourself and like live your own life Mm -hmm. so and I also which we all go to the same college now but me and Maggie started off in the same college, too. Mm-hmm. But 
and I would go and see Maggie every now and then. But we also didn't don't go to a big college. Mm-hmm. And how many people do you think go to our school? But me and Maggie went to the same college. I don't know how many people go to our. Go I'll to. look it up. Okay, but it's not a Probably big like ten thousand. Yeah, it's not a big SEC school or anything like that. Um, which when I go and visit Parker, like I recently during fall break, I went and visited him and basically followed him to all of his classes and stuff. And realized just how, like, crazy it is. Because he's also in a friend group of people who have a variety of different majors. Whereas I feel like we don't. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just really close with everybody in our cohort. No, maybe not really close. Like, but like in our nursing college. Yeah, like, that's yeah. who we're friends with. And that's how we became such good friends. Yeah. There are a little bit over 9,000 students so it's at our school. And, like, going down to visit him, mm-hmm. it's, like, really overwhelming. Like, Having to get, like, I feel like I'm reliving my freshman year of college anxiety that I would get going to Chick-fil-A or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, like, going to the library. Like, you know what I mean? Like, getting that nervous, like, oh. Like, there's so many people. Yeah. You don't know what to do. Exactly. Yeah. But I do. I love everybody down there. And I love visiting. But it's a lot. But it's a big school. It's a big school. Yeah. Yeah. Just different It's, like, yeah. almost double. Or, no, it is definitely. It's definitely double. double. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. And it just makes me sad because I'm like, how and like, do you Auburn get... is like almost 30. That's crazy. Like, like, how do you make friends? That is crazy. Yeah. Also, if part of college is like, a good point is to have friends. Like, you have to have friends to make it enjoyable. Yeah. And here's another thing. Like, it depends on what college you... Well, no, it really doesn't depend on what college you go to. Every college you go to, you're going to have to try to make friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you... I don't know, like, I can get into this more later, but the first part of my college experience, I did live in a dorm, and I just happened to really vibe with my roommates, Mm -hmm. and, like, every single one of them, and all of our roommates all hung out together and did stuff together, and, like, I met their friends, and all six of the roommates were, like, in the same friend group, like, did stuff with the same people. There were six of y'all? Yeah, there were six of us Whoa. in one... In a dorm? In a dorm. Oh, Holy wow. Crap. Yeah, there were three rooms and two people in each room. Oh, wow. And it was like... I feel like that's very rare. Like, yeah. most of the time, maybe you vibe with one or two of your roommates. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, if you have six people in there. Oh, yeah. But I feel like... So, for me, at that time, I didn't really have to try that hard to make friends. Because I was in my room... They all kind of just, like, really accepted me, and then Mm -hmm. I was in that friend group. But for most cases, you're going to have to put in a good amount of effort to make friends, which is fine because everybody else is trying to make friends just like you are. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, people are a lot friendlier in college than they are in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Everybody's just trying to make friends and meet new people and get through this. have fun mm-hmm. and get through classes and everything. Yeah. So it's not as scary to make friends in college as it is to make friends just mm-hmm. normal. Yeah, I will say initially, besides like having Maggie, and we had a couple other friends also go to the same college, besides having them, it was really hard for me because I didn't live like in the dorm like so like I would see Maggie and she's like oh I met so-and-so like she would Maggie was pop Maggie's popular (laughs) compared to like me like and Maggie's like I know those people like she (laughs) knows also small campus yet again Mm -hmm. so like you go to a couple events you're gonna know everybody Mm -hmm. um but like I didn't I didn't I don't live close like I live like 30 minutes away so I wasn't after classes I wasn't like going to people's dorms or like chilling out in my dorm and having other people come over I was like going home by myself yeah I got really lonely really depressed really quick mm-hmm. so that's that moral of the story so what do you feel like how do you feel like that changed what happened I think once also because like we went through COVID so everyone didn't see anybody for mm-hmm. like several mm-hmm. years and several years <laughs> never saw like a it was year it was because our like freshman our spring freshman year they they put out the announcement you're going home for two weeks for spring break we didn't come back until the next spring mm-hmm. oh, and wow. that was yeah and at that point in time when we came back 
spring 2021. Mm-hmm. We had started nursing we school. Started we started nursing school, but the education college and the nursing college were the only ones that went back mm-hmm. in person. Wow. So it wasn't until fall of 2021. Every, I remember that. That yeah. everybody went back. So it was like a year and a half. Because so do you remember they fall, they came back and were like, why are there so many people on campus? Mm-hmm. Well, we were used to like having no one there. Yeah. yeah. And it was chilling. It's so weird. And I think what changed was obviously nursing school like everyone says that but like once you go through nursing school with people like you find people that are like Mm -hmm. there with and maybe like you don't get that close but like you have people to talk to Mm -hmm. and also it's a small group of people that you go with hopefully all semesters with up until that point that's what I was gonna say like it is so much easier in our experience to start making friends Mm -hmm. like once we start in nursing school because it's like Everybody in, we call it your cohort, which is like your semester of nursing school. It's like everybody in, like, your cohort or your semester is like, you know, in the same classes and like going through the same thing. And in our case, it was like not a crazy ton mm-hmm. of people. And so it's There's like, like 35 of us. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like 75. Well, it started as, like, 60, and now there's, like, 35 no. that were the original people. But you take all the same clinicals, all mm-hmm. the same classes. You become really yeah. close with them. And, like, ev- like, everybody is so kind to each other and, like, wants to be friends with everybody because it's, like, you know, you get help and, like, can talk to everybody about, like, what you're going through. And mm-hmm. so. I mean, everybody gets it because yeah. you're all experiencing the exact same. Yeah. yeah. And I think something interesting, we talked about this earlier, is, like, our school is like a commuter school and it is like a four-year university but it's a lot smaller like we said and like um we have a lot of people in our nursing cohort who are like older like who have gone back to school like literally in their like 40s and 50s and you know just like a lot of different people from a lot of different like stages of life and things like that and I feel like that's such a rare experience Mm -hmm. especially because like I talk to people who go to nursing school at, like, Auburn or, you know, other, like, bigger universities, and it's so different there, and it's definitely, like, harder to make friends even in the nursing program, you know, because it's, like, there's so many more people, and everybody's the same age, and so it's, Mm -hmm. like, gets very clicky and stuff, and so, I don't know, I feel like one big piece of advice, sorry, it's, like, not my turn to talk, but I feel like one big piece of advice I have is, like, like, you don't have to feel like you have to go to, like, a huge school with so many people to, like, make good friends. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can go to a community college or a small four-year college or whatever and, like, meet some of the coolest people, mm-hmm. you know? And, like... That you would have never yes. met mm-hmm. otherwise. Mm-hmm. And you learn to be friends with a lot of people that aren't, just like you. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they show you a lot of, like, they do a lot of things. Yeah. They're very, like, knowledgeable people. Which, even if you don't do that, and even if you do go to, like, a big school in, like, Rush or whatever, like, I don't, like, I don't care. You're going to meet people that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And you may meet other people that we have we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Right. And get involved in other things and get, I don't know, with those situations, you are able to also make, I feel like yeah. that's how a lot of people with bigger schools are able to meet Maybe some of their friends and maybe mm-hmm. some people of different, like, that aren't like them. Yeah. too. I think there's pros and cons to every type of college that you mm-hmm. go to. Yeah. And don't think that you have to go to a big university and that's the only good college experience. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can go to a community college and have great friends there. Yeah. I think Did you see that's the TV show another... Yes. On Netflix, yeah. See, they that's, were all that's, very it. that's it. <laughs> but I think that's another good point to bring up is that, especially in this day and age, maybe a controversial opinion, but I feel like it's getting less and less controversial to say that college is not the right path for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that does not mean you're not successful, smart, mm-hmm. hardworking, for sure. or that you're taking the quote easy way. Yeah. Because you can go to trade school, you can go to like 
cosmetology school. school. You can go. There's a lot of things you can do. Start your own business. Yeah. You can do so many different things. And especially with the internet, there's a lot of online classes you could take. You could get a certificate. Mm-hmm. You could do all those things. Yeah. And one, you're saving a lot of money. And two, I don't know, you're getting a head start. But I just feel like there's a stigma. Stigma? Stigma. Stigma. But I just feel like, like we were saying, going to a big university is not the only right mm-hmm. option for somebody. Mm-hmm. Community college could be awesome. A smaller college could be awesome, or a big university could be awesome. And I'm not saying that like, oh, they're all fine. Like, it's just whatever. No, it really you. could be the best thing. And don't keep your mind open to mm-hmm. other things yes. because yes. you can make them all good. Yeah, right? I think you can make the benefit, or you can make any situation good if you have the right people. And like these times are mm-hmm. hard because like we are trying to figure out mm-hmm. so much stuff at the same time. Like you're like, am I going to be successful in life? Am I going to have, like, a good group of friends? Am I, like, you're trying to think about so many different things and trying to prioritize a lot, and it becomes really overwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. For sure. You want to show your story, Maggie? My story... <laughs> story. <laughs> Sorry, I don't My know My story begins on... <laughs> in July 25th, 2001, I was born. Um, so I graduated high school, and... I do, like, distinctly remember being a senior and, like, thinking that the standard was, like, okay, I need to move away from home. Like, Mm -hmm. literally, like, I need to move away from home and, like, go to school, you know, far away that's, like, big and where I'll meet so many people and, like, major in this and do this. Like, I remember thinking that. And but then I think back on it, I was like, I have never had the desire to, like, go to an SEC school or, like, live that, like, typical college life. And so I feel like that is just, like, sad because when you're a senior in high school, even though that was only, like, three three years years away, which is absolutely insane, but it's just, like, crazy how much changes in, like, those couple of years. Anyways, um, but thankfully I decided to, like – go the route that I did and um I went I decided to live in the dorm my freshman and sophomore year and because like our school was like 30 45 minutes away from like our hometown and that was a really good experience for me I ended up living with like some girls that I knew from high school and then like my second year my sophomore year I lived with like two random roommates and I feel like living in the dorm and like going to classes that way instead of commuting was really good for me like I learned to be independent and like I feel like more quickly I you know transitioned like being Mm -hmm. more of like my own independent person Mm -hmm. but I will say that like I, so basically at this point, I lived on campus my freshman and sophomore year, and then my junior and senior year, I lived at home. So at this point, I commute to school as well. And I like living at home so much more than living in the dorm. Why? I don't know. It's just (laughs) like living in the dorms and on campus was fun and you know, but I'm just, like, not the kind of person that cares to mm-hmm. do that. You like, just, it was too many people all the like time? Like, you're not trying to go to parties and Yeah, that's the like thing. That. I literally didn't go to parties. Like, I went to my class. You know, it was easier, I will say, to, like, get involved with, like, uh, like Bible studies or, like, different groups on campus. But it's, like, other than that, like, I just did not care about living that, like, whatever college Mm -hmm. experience Mm -hmm. and so it's like living with roommates on campus is just like I don't know was it exhausting to you it wasn't exhausting but it just felt like so unnatural like it was like why would I not just like go live at home Mm -hmm. you know because you didn't because you do live like 25 minutes Mm -hmm. away from the school yeah so you could go home anytime you wanted yeah so it was kind of like you're 
like, I don't know, kind of like pretending to live. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, like you were still living on your own, but yeah. like when you think of a dorm, you kind of think you're living really far away. Right. You and also, I mean? when we say we live at home, I know this is like, it's not going to get big enough for it to be skewed, but it's not like our mommy and daddies are caring for our needs 24 Like, we are just like yeah. doing, basically doing our normal stuff and mm-hmm. just like saying hi to our parents every now yeah. and then. It's not like, which I mean, we do spend time with our parents, mm-hmm. but I'm not saying, I don't want people to think that like, we're just being like taken care of 24 mm-hmm. We're right. not. Like, mm-hmm. we're making dinner, we're mm-hmm. doing our, like, mm-hmm. we are still in And I feel like that is why I like living at home more than I liked living in the dorm is like I did you know like I feel like living in the dorm taught me how to like live with people and mm-hmm. like not be such a brat about everything <laughs> which was good but it's like at the end of the day I'm just a very like independent person and I like things my own way mm-hmm. and it like a lot of things about living on campus were just inconvenient like washing your clothes yeah cooking dinner like having to go you to the little have a kitchen no didn't have a kitchen like <laughs> had to go to the end of the hall to the rinky dink washer and dryers <laughs> mm-hmm. to like do my laundry and it was like why like why am I doing this yeah. you know like I would rather be at home where I like have a room bigger than a shoebox <laughs> to like I don't know it just like made more sense mm-hmm. and so I am so glad that I, like, moved home and am not, like, living in the dorm anymore. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so I guess my biggest piece of advice would be, like, A, don't be afraid to just, like, break the quote-unquote standard or, like, do something different than everybody else is doing, even if it seems, like, lame. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it... It's probably, like, more cool to live on campus and, like, join different clubs and groups or whatever. But it's, like, if you want to go home and live with your family while you're in your early 20s, do it. Because, like, you'll never get this time back. And at this point, like, like we said, we graduate in May and I'm thinking about, like, I'll probably move out and, like, go to a different city. And, like, thinking about, like, moving away from home is very sad for me mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah. I loved my experience living at home like at 20 and 21 it's like if you have a good relationship with your family and you desire to like go live at home do it, do it. like oh, it's yeah. gonna be hard like moving because yeah. also my one of my old, my older sister got married and moved to Ohio which before that she was like in college and doing all the stuff and she came home too around COVID time ish and like we just got to spend more time with her mm-hmm. during that moment, whereas now I get to see her, like, twice a year, mm, three times yeah. a year at most. And, it, it, I mean, it sucks. We talk often, but, like, it's not the same. Yeah. You're not going to get that back. No. Yeah. It changes so much. hmm So it's, like, do whatever you feel like is right for you. And then I'll say my other thing that I learned most in college is, like, talk to people that you wouldn't normally talk to. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I feel like for in high school and, like, early on in my college experience, I was like, okay, I want friends that meet all of these qualifications. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to go to this Bible study so I can meet this girl who Mm -hmm. is the same as me. But it's like, at this point, like, the friends that I have that are closest to me and that I have had, like, the most fun with and, like, enjoyed getting to know most are, like, people that are very different than Mm -hmm. me. It's like, you can have friends that believe differently than you and like have a completely different life than you and that's okay like you Mm -hmm. need people different than you and it took me so long to realize that like so yeah well when you think about like you say okay I want to be this kind of person I want to be somebody who's accepting of other people like has an open mindset has an understanding mm. of things and I want to be kind to others and mm. you know all of these things it's really hard to be that kind of person when you're only surrounding yourself with people that yeah. are like you yeah. like you kind of have a more hardened heart because you see other people and you don't understand why they're doing the things they're doing mm-hmm. or why they are that way yeah unless you have a relationship with somebody who 
thinks that way and you love them. Mm-hmm. So I think I think there's nothing wrong with having people that believe differently than you, have different lifestyles than you, because that doesn't mean that you have to believe those things or live the way that they do right. at all. Like you yeah. can respect each other and be really close and be good friends and oh, yeah. live mm-hmm. complete, completely different lives. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's all I have. Okay. My college experience has been very um, <laughs> unorthodox. That's the best college experience out of all of us. My college experience, I have gone to three different colleges, and I have officially started college in 2020. So I've only been, like, officially in college for two years, but I've actually been going to college for um, – she has a whole PhD. Lie. Six, six <laughs> She years? needs a whole, like, master's degree. Literally, I wish. I still haven't finished my undergrad. But when I was in high school, the high school that I went to was partnered with the college that we all go to now. So it's in the city that I went to high school in. And I'm not going to go too deep into the high <laughs> school because it's very complicated, like, why it was partnered with the college and how that all worked. But essentially, professors from our college that we go to now um, came to my high school and taught college courses. And all of our high school courses, or a majority of our high school courses, were taught by professors from our college. And then um, sometimes we would take a bus to the college and take individual classes for our major on campus. So... When I graduated high school, I had like 115 college credits. Holy crap. Yeah, that I got for free. I I had like 10. (laughs) Well, it was also interesting because, I don't know, again, I'm not going to go super in-depth into like Mm -hmm. the high school thing, but a lot of the classes that we took, we didn't get to pick what classes we took. So I have a lot of extra credits Mm -hmm. that I took. That didn't apply to my major, so. But you had to pick your major when you're like in high school. Yeah, when we were freshmen, we had to declare <laughs> that's, our major. That's I would say not a yeah. Freshman. So I just picked something. I was like, I picked nursing because it didn't put me in a specific profession as much as any other thing. Like yeah. if I was an engineer, I had to be an engineer. If I was a nurse, I could be a nurse in hospital. I could be a nurse in a school. I could be a nurse at. Yeah, there were other Some, options. There were, it felt less confining than any other major. And yeah. I'm really glad that I picked that. But it is kind of crazy that I had to pick it really early. That's crazy. And that you stuck with it. Yeah. Are you able to graduate with a minor at this point with how many extra credits you have? I've never looked at it, but <laughs> maybe. They're Should. all very random. Oh. Like, I took an extra science class. I took an extra math class. I took, like, five extra electives. Whoa. I took... Um, an extra Spanish class, an extra English class. So I just have an extra of, like, everything, <laughs> which is just Double weird. majored in nursing. That's yeah, crazy. pretty much. So after, when I graduated high school, I graduated a year early. So I graduated high school in three years, and um, I kind of decided to do that very spontaneously, and so I didn't have time to apply for... Basically, I graduated in July of 2019, and I didn't have time to submit an application for that fall semester. So that fall semester, I stayed here, and I went to a community college that was close to me. And that's another thing I have to say. Never will I ever shade community college, because people that go do their generals at a community college and then go get their actual degree, Mm -hmm. or even just get their whole degree at a community college, that's the way to do it. Absolutely. Like, it was cheap. It was so easy. Half the time I did them online, and I was just, like, chilling at my house. Like, I took, I don't know. It was just a great experience. And I highly suggest if you can do that, it's not a bad thing at all. One of the pharmacists I worked for got, like, all of her... Or majority of her prerequisites, like undergrad vibes, out of the way at mm-hmm. community colleges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No shame. Mm-mm. I would highly suggest that. Yeah. So I just took a couple of credits that fall semester um, while I was waiting to go to 
a university in the spring because I submitted my applications while I was waiting. And then in January of 2020, I flew me and my little self and all of my belongings out <laughs> to Utah and I went to school in Utah. And my school in Utah was a very large university. I think there's like 30,000 kids. Holy like, wow. It's, it was very big. And I did live in a dorm. My dorm experience was awesome. I really loved it. Um, like I said before, all of my roommates were so kind. And I was coming in in January, so I was taking the spot of a girl that was leaving. Oh, okay. So all of the people in my dorm already knew each other, had been together the whole semester. Oh. And I was kind of nervous because I was like, yeah. I'm new. Like, it's... I don't know how they're going to deal with it. But they were so nice. And... They took me in immediately, and they were awesome. And I love all of them. Um, that was a very short semester because it was January of 2020. And oh. oh, wow. So I was there for two months, and then on March 13th. Oh, I oh, literally the remember March the day. 13th, 2020, my life changed. They declared COVID. I was, yeah, they... Um, Found, I remember everyone's kind of talking about COVID, what was going to happen, mm. are we going to get sent home, and everyone was like, I was like, everybody's freaking out, like, what That's is going me. on? It was giving me Ebola vibes yeah. when everyone was like, we're all going to get Ebola. I was like, no one's going to get COVID. So I was <laughs> actually, um, like, in our church doing a ceremony in our church, and I didn't have my phone on, and then I, like, walked out and checked my phone, and it was like, everyone's getting sent home for COVID, like pack up your things and fly back to your home state. And it was very unexpected. Like nobody saw it coming. And at the time, they only had two confirmed cases of COVID in the state of Utah. So it was really shocking that they were doing that. And in Alabama, they didn't have a single confirmed case of COVID. But at the time, okay, I don't want to let don't fact check me on this, but <laughs> I believe that they didn't have any tests in Alabama. And so I think people did have that's COVID. Why yeah. just, oh, probably. You know, but anyways. Nobody was tested yet. So that's I, crazy. That feels like so long ago. I never forget, it really does. But it literally was like two Like, years. I'll never forget getting the announcement. I'm studying for like a bio test and these like little booth things that we have. And behind me, a guy pulls up with Clorox wipes, starts wiping. It's like a student. He's like, I'm not trying to eat COVID. I was like, I was kind of like Madison. I was like, okay, everyone's like freaking out. And then I get a text from Maggie and she's like, yeah, people are like chunking stuff like in the dorms. Like it's crazy right now. And I was like, girl. Yeah. Yeah. It was really crazy. And so I quickly packed up all my stuff and I put it at a relative's house and I left and they reimbursed us for our rent which was very nice and I just flew home and I thought I was going to come back that fall semester and then (laughs) things changed and I came home everybody thought like Ashley said we were going to be out for just a couple weeks um that was not the case and that was a hard summer because Mm -hmm. everyone was locked down I know it was hard for a lot of people but for a lot of reasons. It was just a bad summer. And when I, during the summer, I made a decision to not go back to my school in Utah because of like things that were going on at home with my family. I felt like I needed to stay and be with them. And also I didn't know if we were gonna go back in person at all. And so a lot of people were going back to Utah and they weren't having a good experience because they were staying in the dorms, but they weren't allowed to really leave, yeah. and all their classes were online. So I was kind of like, there's not really a point anyways. So I stayed here for the fall semester, and that was a really lonely semester because I didn't know anybody, and I was just, like, getting online. on my Zoom classes all semester. But I know that a lot of other people felt the same way. Um, and... Then, ever since then, I've been going to the school that we all go to now. And I think my biggest takeaway from my experience is that when I was in high school, I really enjoyed going to the school that I went to in high school, and which is the same school I'm at now. But I always said that I 
it would be the perfect school for me if it was far away. Because like Maggie said, I felt like the only way to learn about myself or to grow or, you know, become an adult or something was to move away and to live by yourself and, Mm -hmm. you know, live the typical college life. And I did for a while and I did feel like I learned and grew grew a lot. Growed. Growed. I learned and growed. (laughs) But I think my biggest takeaway is that you can be happy wherever you're at. And even if you don't feel like there's a reason you're somewhere, I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. you can find a reason to be there. And when I decided to stay here, I did not want to make any friends or did not think that I would make any friends. And I am very glad that I stayed (laughs) because I made the best friends. And I feel like the situation turned out so much better than I thought. And that just goes to show wherever you're at, if you're at a community college, if you're at a university, if you're at home taking online classes, your life can be so good and so happy. And I don't believe that there's a perfect school for anyone. Mm, I think there's a perfect attitude. Mm -hmm. Like You have to have the right attitude anywhere you are. You could be at a huge university and you could be so depressed and so sad. And you could be at home like going to your local school and be having the time of your life. Mm -hmm. So I think if you're in high school and trying to decide on a school, don't get hung up on feeling like you have to find the perfect school for you. There will be one that will fit better than others, but if just make a decision and then just decide to make that the best you can make it. And that's my advice. Fun fact, while Madison was taking her Zoom classes during the depressing semester, me and Maggie were also taking the same Zoom classes yes, with her. That's we so true. We didn't know her at all, but we saw her name pop up. And sometimes I would ask questions. questions and we, yeah. And here we are now. Crazy. Came full circle. I took my entrance exam to nursing school with Maggie. Really? I was, yeah, I took, you and Lindley. Hey, Maisie. Hey, Maisie. Oh. And I took <laughs> uh, and I took mine with Eden. Uh, you really? Were there. Yeah, we were talking. Yeah, about. it was you and Lindley, and that was it. We took the entrance. I did not remember together. that. I remember taking it with Eden because we one are. girl was in the room, so was I. I. Can't say anything about it. Yeah, it's crazy. But crazy. Everyone's got a different college experience, mm-hmm. and like even Parker's and Isaac's is different from mm-hmm. ours. And Parker, like. Um, like, our first semester of nursing school, he was still just taking online classes. Mm-hmm. And so when I would come and visit, he was, like, really lonely. But, it, well, he had his roommates. But that's when we became, like, best friends with his roommates. Because when I would come down, we couldn't do anything because, guess what? Everything was, like, closed at certain hours. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was fun. Anyway, guys. Hope All right, enjoyed that. Well, that was our first episode of the Basement <gasps> Shoddies. Yeah, yes. hopefully it recorded well. Yeah, hopefully it recorded well. Give it a listen, and all of our friends who have our number, if you listen, get a Texas 100% acetone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Madison said Comment in the first podcast. <laughs> and I was waiting for that text, and then she's like, no, we can't use no, this. No, we the can't use the first bad. one. I was on a plane editing it. And I was just like, oh, maybe we can use it. But I cannot hear anything that <laughs> we're saying. you can't hear us on this one. Please tell us. No, I'm just going to cry myself. Tune in next time. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Basement Shoddies. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. spelled S-H-A-W-I-T-E-S. <laughs> no. No, Shawities. <laughs> what did I S-H-A-W-T-I-E-S. <laughs> Isn't that what I said? No, you we are smart people. Oh. Promise. Okay. At well, Basement Shoddy. Have fun. Thank you for listening. Love you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.